Hello, this is Basil Howard Brown, and welcome to Messages of Revival. I'm so excited to share this word with you right now. I believe it's a timely one and will minister the love of Jesus to you. We are a new creation in Christ Jesus. All things have passed away and all things have become new. God is good. And remember, the joy of the Lord is your strength. God bless. (laughs) All right, let's go to 1 John chapter 3. We always take a few moments in the meeting just to lay a foundation concerning the blessing that God has for us, prosperity, provision. Amen. How many of you believe in prosperity? How many of you believe we should be living and walking at, in that down here on this earth? Amen. Believe there's a wave coming. I really do. I believe there's a wave coming of supernatural proportion that we have never seen ever in our life before. And it's a wave of supernatural financial provision for the body of Christ. I believe that with all my heart. In actual fact, I, I think it's about to crash on us. Hello. I believe, I believe we're about to be drowned in the blessing and the provision that God has ordained from the foundation of the earth. I feel that. Did you feel that? I did. (laughs) Glory to God. It's coming. It's coming. It's about to hit us. I'm telling you now. It's going to change everything that we do. I said it's going to change everything that we do. And everything that we do from here on out will will be paid for totally cash. Are you listening to me? We're not going to get the gospel of Jesus Christ out uh, using the world's resources in the sense of going to the banks and getting loans and building buildings. Everything that God does in these last days, I believe is going to be paid for cash and we're not going to be under any stress or strain or whatsoever. Nobody can ever come and take a building away because it's going to be fully paid for. Are you listening? Hallelujah. And I can tell you, even we're even going to acquire buildings and vehicles and It'll be pennies on the dollar. There's some television stations that are going to go bankrupt. And we'll acquire all the equipment for pennies on the dollar. And then we go preach the gospel with it. Come on now. Come on now. Woo. I don't know about you, but I, I believe God's in the house speaking here tonight. Getting us ready. Getting us ready for something big. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Now, the Bible says over here in verse 21 of 1 John chapter 3, it says, Beloved, if our conscience and our hearts do not accuse us, if they do not make us feel guilty or condemn us, we have confidence, complete assurance, and boldness before God. Now listen carefully. Every time we go to the throne room of grace, we have to go with complete boldness and assurance. And here's what we have to go on. We have to go based upon the Word. Not on what somebody says, or not on what they do, or not on past history. Or, or It's got to be the Word. It's got to be the Bible. Because this is our foundation, and this is the Word of God. And this is the Word that God honors. God doesn't honor my Word. He honors His Word. 
That's why I preach His Word. Are you listening to me? People don't get set free because of my Word. People get set free because of God's Word. Hello? So when I go to the throne room of grace boldly, and I know what the Bible says, and I know what I'm entitled to, I can then enter into the presence of God boldly with the assurance of knowing. Hello? Now, let me say this in the same breath. If I'm not doing what the Word of God says I should do, then comes the conviction of the Holy Spirit. Hello? Let me go back to that scripture and listen to this real carefully. It says, if our conscience, our hearts do not accuse us, if they do not make us feel guilty, <laughs> ooh, hallelujah, and condemn us, that's the key. See, listen to this real carefully. People get upset with preachers when they preach the Word. And they leave because, yes, what's happening when the Word of God is preached if you're not living and doing what the Bible tells you to do, there comes a conviction. It's like our hearts convict us. It's the Holy Spirit convicting us. Why? Because he, He's not condemning us. He's, there's a conviction comes because He wants us to change, because He wants to take us from the place we're in and put us into a place of blessing. Well, you listen to me. That's what that Scripture's talking about. It's talking about if I go to the throne room of grace and I know what the Bible says and I'm doing what the Word says, I can go boldly because there's going to be no conviction. The Holy Spirit's not going to say, but Basil, you want a blessing. You want a touch of heaven. You want God to, to provide and meet your need, but you're not tithing or you're not sowing or you're not giving. How can God bless me if I'm not doing the basics? Hello? You know, when we talk about the wealth of the sinner later for the just, I mean, everybody in the church just gets so excited about that. But, but it's actually not going to be in everybody's place. Are you listening? Because not everybody is justified before God. That's why we're trying to make this a hurry up. Hurry up and catch up and get justified before God. In other words, do what the Bible tells you to do. Oh, taste and see if God's not good. Amen. It's an action involved. That's what it is. It's an action involved. If I have faith in God, then I'm acting upon His Word that He gave me. Because I trust what He says. Hallelujah. I mean, I'm, I'm, I could stop with that. I'm blessed right there, my God. Because I can tell you right now, when I go to the throne room of grace, there's no conviction whatsoever. I don't feel guilty about anything. And I can go boldly to the throne room of grace on the Word of God because I'm doing what the Bible tells me to do. Now, it wasn't always like that. There were times back in South Africa before we had a revelation of the Word. I mean, it, it, this irritated me. This message irritated me. And now today I preach it. Why? Because back then I wasn't even living this. Today I live this. This is how we live daily. We look for opportunities continually to bless people. Are you listening to me? And if we can't find one, we'll, we'll make one happen. Hello. Everything that we have comes from the hand of the Lord. And if God gets this to us to begin with, as we release it into His hands, He gets it back to us. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together and running over. Therefore, we lack for nothing. I said we lack for nothing. 
That's why when this wave comes of the blessing of God, it's going to be such an increase that I don't believe we're ever going to have to think about money ever again. We're not believing God just to, just to break even, make, make it through the night. Oh, God, help us make it through the night. God, if we can just pay our electric bill, that would be fantastic. Let's get beyond our needs. Let's get to our wants. What do you want from God? What do you want from Him? What do you believe in God for ultimately? Because you see, we, our family, we have a personal vision for our family, but we also have a ministry vision. Are you listening to me? Our personal vision in the natural, we can't accomplish because it's out there. And I can tell you right now, the ministry vision we have, we can't accomplish in the natural. It's out there. So everything that ever happens with us has to, ha has to come from heaven, has to come from God, because we can't make it ourselves. We know who the source is. We know where the provision comes. We know who multiplies. Little becomes much when you put it into the hands of God. Can you say amen? Hallelujah. You know, listen to me real carefully. It's okay. Listen real carefully now, okay? It's okay to have a whatever for yourself, your wife, your kids, your family. It's okay. Because you see, the first thing that God is, is for us. And He loves us. He loves us. So there's no, God doesn't have a problem with us having the best. Sometimes we have this mentality that everything we get has got to go to the kingdom. There'll be, there'll be, a, there'll be a massive amount that'll come in that'll go for the kingdom. But there's going to be some bread that God's going to release into your hands. Because why? Because He loves you and He wants to bless you and He wants to bless your family. Hello. If only we could understand the love of Jesus and what He's prepared for us. We can get a little religious over our blessing. I've met people that, that signed their whole paychecks in the ministry. I had a lady back in St. Louis, and I, I sat her down multiple times and said, you cannot give your whole salary check every time it comes in. You cannot put that in the ministry. She goes, I want to get feet in the ground. I said, I said, wrong. I said, you want to get feet in the ground, you're putting your whole salary check in the offering, and then, and then we are dealing every month with the fact that you can't pay your car, you can't pay your rent, you have no place to stay, you can't buy food. Why? Because you're putting all your bread in the ground. And I said, first things first, God wants to bless you. Yes, tithe, yes, sow a seed, yes, give some offering. But God wants to bless and prosper you. He wants to take care of you. I mean, there's some stuff that comes in that, that's ours. It's ours. There's some stuff that comes in that we only get to use for a little while. Then there's some stuff that comes in that doesn't belong to us at all. You know, when the Father blesses us, there's certain stuff that actually belongs to us because He loves us. And then there's certain stuff that He gives us so we can use it for a while and be blessed with it. And then there's other stuff that He gives us that has nothing to do with us. All we're doing is carrying the blessing with us to be a blessing to others. That's what it is. Amen. It says, we receive from Him whatever we ask because we watchfully obey His orders, observe His suggestions, and follow His plan for us. God has a plan 
for us. And when it comes to financial blessing, it's a plan of provision, blessing, and abundance. There's nowhere in the Word that you can find that where it says God wants you to be poor. Hello, it's not in the Bible. I said it's not in the Bible. If you are poor tonight, it's not God's fault. It's not your wife's fault either. It's not your husband's fault either. It's not, and I say this with tongue in cheek, but it's not your mother-in-law's fault either. Now, we could debate that point, but, but it's really not. <laughs> in actual fact, it's probably not even the devil's fault. Oh, it's getting quiet in this Presbyterian church. Why? Because he has a plan for us. So if we follow his plan, we'll be blessed. If we follow his plan, we will be blessed. Our barns will be filled with plenty. Our vats will overflow with new wine. He said, I'll open up the windows of heaven, pour you out a blessing that you won't have enough room to receive it or contain it. Do you know how much blessing that is? Glory to God. People say, well, you know, you're all about material things. Actually, I'm not. Not at all, because all material stuff... You know, you can get it new and then it fades away and gets old. And Hello? So it's not about material things. But we're in a world where, where a nice home is great, uh, a nice vehicle is fantastic. Listen, there's nothing wrong with having this stuff. Are oh, you listening to me? Stuff's going to come and it's going to go. Rather let it come through your hands and then when the Lord speaks to you and directs you, you can release it where He wants it to go. That's really what it's all about. It's about, at the end of the day, being blessed of your Heavenly Father and being in a position where you can find the end-time harvest. Could you imagine what this church could do with 10 or 15 or 20 or 30 millionaires that be raised up in this place? Can you imagine what the church could do for the kingdom? Maybe I was shooting for a high number there, 20 or 30. Maybe I should have said four or five. I don't know. Amen. Amen. See, some people have a stinking thinking when it comes to financial blessing, and, and, and they have this weird idea of, of money, you know, or it's all about money. No, it's not all about money. It's about you being free so you can be a blessing. When you pull up at the gas pump and you see somebody and the Lord says, go fill the tank, and you don't have a dime to do it, how, how do you fill the tank? But when you have money in your back pocket and the Lord says, go fill the tank, you can go pump gas for them, fill their tank and bless them and then pray the sinner's prayer if need be or lay hands on the sick and cast out some devils if need be or lay hands on, 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 on whatever, the family or whatever and, and be able to preach the gospel to people. Are you listening to me? When you walk into a restaurant and you look around and the Lord said, pay that, that table of food there, pay that, you know, finance it, whatever, whatever he tells you to do, you can do it. But you can't do it when you can't barely make your own, you know, your own way. You can't pay your electric bill and you're eating dry bread and cabbage. Hello? And I can tell you right now, let me throw this out at you. Some of the greatest blessings that my wife and I have got over the years have not come through the bucket or passing the bucket in a meeting. It's come from outside of the meeting. Are you listening to me? 
It hasn't come from inside the church. It's come from outside the church. Some of the greatest blessings that we've ever had have come from outside of the church. So you cannot sit there and go, well, you know, you're a preacher. That's why you get blessed. I know many preachers that are not blessed. I ministered for many preachers over the years that have no clue. And they're driving junkers held together with bailing wire. And, 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 and they couldn't even afford Jesus stickers. Are oh, you listening to me? Hello. So it's, got, it's not a preacher's message. It's a believer's message. It's for the believer. It's for every one of us. All things are possible to those who believe. All we have to do is believe. I believe. I believe. No, I believe. I believe we are about to see a deluge from heaven, a financial provision beyond our wildest imagination. Are you listening to me? We're going to pinch ourselves and think we've died and gone to heaven. We're going to be blown away by what God's about to do. And I can tell you right now, it's going to set many, many people free in the body of Christ. And it's going to set many churches free so they can go ahead and do whatever God wants done in these last days. Hallelujah. We're going to fund we're going to fund ministries. We're going to fund churches. We're going to pay churches off. I'm telling you right now, it's coming. It's coming in huge proportions. Hallelujah. Do you, do you realize that these blessings have absolutely nothing to do with your job? Because if you flip hamburgers at a McDonald's, that's about all you're ever going to do. These blessings that I'm talking about come from the hand of the Lord and has got nothing to do with what job you have or what job you don't have or what house you live in or what car you drive. It's got nothing to do with any of that stuff. It's got to do with the promises that God's given us in the Word and our faith and our action based upon the Word, upon those promises. That's what it's got to do with. Hello. And if he said the wealth of the sinners laid up for the just by God, we're going to do whatever we can to put ourselves in that place so when that's released, we are under the spout where it comes out and that wealth that the sinner have made all these years come into the hands of the just so that the just can do things for the kingdom in these last days. We work for a God who created the heavens and the earth with the words he spoke. We work for a God who has final say, given us all these promises in the Word for today, for now, for this moment, so we can walk free, we can be blessed. If you don't know Jesus and need to rededicate your life right now, pray this prayer with me. Father, I come to you in Jesus' name. I confess right now that Jesus... You are my Lord and my Savior. Come into my heart. Take out the hardened heart and give me a heart of flesh. Change me, Lord. Let me never be the same again. I repent and turn from my ways. I make you Lord of my life right now. Use me, Lord, in these days we are in. I'm ready for your coming and always will be.
I love you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for saving my soul and setting me free. Amen. Now, if you pray this prayer, I would love to hear from you. So please email me at revivalpodcasthb at gmail.com. God bless you. Thank you for listening to Messages of Revival Podcast. For more, subscribe to Messages of Revival Podcast on Anchor, Google Podcast, and iTunes. And share this podcast with somebody that needs to be uplifted and blessed. God bless you.